Chapter 10 The reason Alden began visiting all of the pilots and their families, beginning with those flying first, was because it would not do to round them all up and give them an inspirational speech in a large hall. No, this needed something more personal. This needed Alden to visit each of them and thank them for what they were doing, to make each and every one of them a promise. He promised each pilot and their families that he would personally see to it that they would be looked after. Alden, and those that had orchestrated the whole thing, would look after the remaining family members. The pilots were heroes in his eyes, and their families should be treated accordingly, even if it did have to be discreetly for the time being. No one had known what he had been doing, but Alden had made 30 small gold medals, each in a dark blue velvet box, and before he left each pilot to spend their last few hours with their families, he presented them with the medal as a mark of honour and respect. He was sat thinking about each of the men and women he had visited when Zolan brought him out of his thoughts and back to the present. Sorry, Alden, but we're almost ready to begin, Zolan said. Alden looked around. They were sitting in one of the small rooms in the research complex that was furthest from the main laboratory. They did not want anyone accidentally walking in on them during this, and the room they had picked had not been used in several years. As he looked around, he noted the people that had come to witness this event. Solon was there by his side, Sander they needed to get the ships through the wormhole, but Cruff, Dariel and Olawaniak had also come to watch and wish the pilots a safe and speedy journey. The pilots are ready. The ships are stocked and they are waiting your command, Olawania said as she returned from the large monitor to face Zolan. Zolan sat there looking at the screen. It was large in the front of the room and they had set it up so they could watch each of the ships pass through the wormhole. The tension in the room was growing by the second and everyone was on edge, waiting for Alden to give that command. Proceed. Alden said after a few moments longer, and that was all. The room began moving, Sander furiously working away on her portable console, Olawani on the radio to the pilots giving them their last instructions, and Cruff and Zolan checking the readouts on the other portable consoles that provided information about the ships and pilots. Within minutes, the first of the ships was approaching the wormhole, and Zolan still sat there staring. As the ship made its final approach, Zolan spoke over the radio to the three pilots. Thank you, was all he said. The next two ships followed the first and the sky was empty and silent. As if to match the scene above, the room had fell silent. No one was sure what to say or how to react. Then, deciding that it was a success, Everyone began congratulating each other and shaking hands and giving hugs. Everyone seemed to be a little less tense now, all but Dariel. For tomorrow, it would be his turn to go through the wormhole in search of a new home for their people. Alden wanted to say something to the young man, to show his appreciation for what he was doing, but words had been failing him all evening. So he held him in a tight embrace, and when he let go, there was a tear in his eye. After the success of the previous night, 
The atmosphere was more celebratory, and Olawani and Cruff were talking to the pirates over the radio, laughing with them and making jokes. This immediately put Alden at ease, and he began talking with the people in the room and with the pilots, especially Dariel. Before long, they were ready to launch the ships through the wormhole. Sander was doing some final checks, and then she would be ready. Cruff was saying goodbye to his son, and it was clear to everyone how upsetting this was for him. Alden stood behind him as he told his son how proud he was, and that he would never forget the sacrifice he was making in the name of their people. Alden reached out, putting his hand on Cruff's shoulder, letting him know that they were all there for him and were offering their support. It's time, Sander said to them as she looked up from her console. Proceed, Alden replied. The first of the ships approached the wormhole and then was quickly through it, closely followed by the second, with Dariel bringing up the rear. It was clear that Dariel was hesitating as the second of the ships passed through, but it was obvious that he wanted to say goodbye to his father one last time. I'll see you soon, father, and thank you for letting me have the opportunity to do this, Dariel said over the radio. I could not have asked for a better son. Good luck and I will see you again, replied Cruff in a broken voice. They all sat there as Dariel's ship approached the wormhole, and as it got there, one of the engines exploded. They all jumped up, but it was too late. There was nothing anyone could do. The ship was past the point of no return. It was going into the wormhole, and they could only stand there and watch. They all stood. Mouths agape at the scene in front of them. Dariel's ship was entering the wormhole with one of its engines ablaze and then there was a second explosion and the ship was gone. The sky empty. The end. Thank you for listening to this short story. I hope you enjoyed it. The next one will be out shortly, which is going to be another science fiction one. Possibly a little darker, but hopefully you enjoy it. So, thank you.